Hi John, how's it going? Uh, back from our uh, back from our, our week long break. How you doing? Uh, do, doing pretty good. Doing, doing all right. Here here on the tail end of what was it? The mega pause? Was was that was that was that the pause that just happened in the comic? I don't sure. know the names of the pauses. Uh, come on, man. Fake fan. Uh, uh, excuse me. Who uh, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm John, co-host of a homesick podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yes. Uh, here, here we are, back from back from the mega pause. I forgot to write down how long that was in, in comic time. Uh, it's looking like it was about two months. All right, two months in comic, one one week in real life. Uh, last thing we did was the panel. Uh, yeah, it was. That's crazy. That's wacky. Shout out to everyone who came out to the panel. Yeah, uh, sorry to any new listeners who might have uh, checked out the panel and then we didn't upload an episode because uh, life happened. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. You, yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it was... I We did have a bit of a small panel. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I noticed, like, almost as soon as we got done with our panel of, of like, 30 people, I immediately noticed that, like, the other panels were netting like a hundred people and up uh, and I, who cares like, like yeah who cares but it, it, was, it was quaint it was it was it was something it was cozy uh, listen if it was a room if we were in like a real room that would be a lot of people you're and right you're right I, I don't really care if like the other panels which had arguably had more prestige and sounded cooler and probably were cooler had <laughs> way more I think it's cool that anybody came and listened to us, even if, especially if they had no idea what we were about. Because, like, I don't know, I would probably skip on that panel if I saw the description. Yeah. No offense to us. <laughs> no full offense to us. <laughs> uh, I, I did see some people in the chat who were like, I couldn't make it to this panel, but I intend on watching it later. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Uh, sorry to disappoint. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to disappoint. <laughs> uh, but it... On on the note of like man, uh, n- numbers aren't just numbers; they're also people. Uh, we got a huge jump in listeners because of the panel, and it's it's quite scary because like, hi guys, hi hi guys. First of all, but well, a, a lot of people were of course starting from the beginning, so uh, delayed hi um. guys. If 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 you if you stuck around all the way from the beginning to now and you came from the Sockon panel. Uh, if shout- you started at the beginning and you lasted this long, uh, you're insane. Shout out, shout out. B- big time shout out though. Uh, <laughs> because like, I I sent something in, 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 our, in our admin channel about hitting 10k listens uh, on the 6th. And I checked earlier and we're over, we're over 12k and we took a week off. <laughs> So we 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 have an a, a scary spike in, in the number of people who are checking us out. Uh, you, you saw the 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 SoundCloud graph. Yeah, yeah. Ju- June alone is double our our average monthly listeners. I'm on the phone with the CEO of uh, SoundCloud, and I'm authorizing him to use the strongest servers they have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> to handle us it's crazy out it's here good. we're 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 bumping we're whoa yeah, yeah uh yeah it, it's pretty cool though i mean it, 
I, I don't know if there's much else to say besides uh, pretty cool. Appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Pretty, cool. pretty, pretty epic. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, other things. Might as well shout out. Uh, oh. I was going to just say, um, if you missed the panel and you want to watch it for some reason, um, I believe, where can they find that? Is that on the official Salcon um, YouTube channel? It's on my YouTube channel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I archived it there. They gave the option of archiving it on their personal YouTube, but I'm greedy and I and I want I want all the clout. Um so it's on my YouTube channel, uh which is hard to find. Uh but I think I posted a link to it on the Twitter. Uh it if is I... in it should be on the Twitter and it is also in the announcements channel on the Discord. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty available and out there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, fun time. Fun time. Fun time at the panel. Yeah, big ups to Alex for making those little uh, rant sonas for us that talked when we when we talked. It was cute. Those were good. Those were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Uh, um, hmm. uh, how how are you doing? How you been? Um, how how are we doing? I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, I I guess it's safe to say the job hunt has begun for me. Um, ooh, sorry, I had a bit of a burp. Um, I, I, I may or may not be doing an assessment for a large name company after this recording that starts with an A. Uh, may, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, Does this have anything to do with the passing of John McAfee? <laughs> <laughs> this has everything to do with the passing of John McAfee. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what's going on with me. Trying, trying to get a job now. Uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I need it. I'm, I'm sure I'll fumble it like I did when I tried to get an internship and did not know what a, what a vector was in C++. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Exciting. Um, also painful, but best of luck. Thank you. It, 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 you, I, I have faith. I have faith. Let's go. Um, uh, anything else? Anything else? I'm looking around my uh, room. I'm, I'm tired. I'm very tired. I'm, I'm in the process of uh, moving. Um, so I guess heads up. We talked about this a little bit. Um, spoiler. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. So I'm kind of faking this whole thing exchange. But I wanted to put out there like, uh, I, I am currently in the process of moving. Um, and I will be then around uh, i will be actively more so in the process of doing that uh around we're recording next week so um i'm not like uh this i'm not saying that we're not going to have an episode next week but it it, i I would uh i would not be surprised if we ended up uh taking another week off immediately um but registered listeners i'm not trying actively to do that um i will run myself ragged to get these episodes out, so help me God. Nah, we're 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 taking all these breaks on purpose. We're we're <laughs> we're we're increasing hostility against our listeners. Uh, we're increasing hostility against each other and ourselves. The, the this podcast <laughs> has 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 become popular now, so that means it must become insufferable. We're going rogue. <laughs> but yeah, um, lot lo- lots going on in our lives, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot happened over the week we weren't doing. There was like, 
E3 happened. E3 did um, happen. Did, did, did you see any video games you were excited for? No, I don't get excited for video games anymore. Um, I mean, oh right, you didn't, you didn't, you said you didn't look at the trailer for Elden Ring, did you? No, see, um, I have this great strategy when it comes to most video games, which is that I just don't expose myself to, like, any promotional material. Yeah. And when I play it, I just, um, I go into it completely blind, and I'm like, damn, this is cool. And everyone's like, yeah, we saw it in the trailer four years ago. And I'm like, you're lost. I think it's tight. I'm not used to it yet. True. Yeah, true. I, d- yeah. I, d- I think the one game, well, I mean, I mean, Nintendo had a few exciting things to, to, to show off. Uh, such as yeah, the myth- the mythical E3 winning Nintendo happened. The Nintendo winning E3 happened. Yeah, I all they had to do was play the Metroid Dread card and they won instantly. It's, it's, it's all good. I'm sure that'll be a okay game. Uh, yeah, I actually, I, I'm, a lot of my friends know me as, like, the big Metroid fan, um, and I am, like, really desperately tempering my expectations for the new Metroid game, um, because I do not, I, I am, I am, okay, I am a rare, uh, fusion disliker. Oh, interesting. Um, I replayed fusion pretty recently, like, within the past couple months. Um, and I just really did not like the writing of it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go into my whole spiel about how, about why I specifically didn't like it, but I, I guess, uh, the TLDR is that I I feel like Fusion is a little bit guilty in kind of setting up Samus to be, to be undermined by the Adam character. Um, and she spends a lot of, there are a lot of words in that game that are just devoted to Samus t- thinking about how, how cool and weird and different her life was when there was a man in it. Hmm. Um. Not good. <laughs> which is not a common perspective most people have on the game. So, if you're listening to this and you've never played a Metroid game, um, I would not advise taking my word for it. Uh, just go and play it and see what you think of it. Um, but the, the, the reason that I'm kind of hesitant to be excited for the new Metroid is because... Uh, the director is back on it again, who has both directed the best and the worst of the series, um, and I I just cannot let myself get excited for any Metroid game that has the Adam character in it in any capacity. Because <laughs> Other M is still the last... Is, is, Other M was still the most recent one oh. that had that. And it's been, it's been a while, but like... Fool me twice, you know? So true. Uh, as, yeah. as as someone who has only ever the my my only exposure to Metroid is I played the first like thirty minutes of Metroid Prime and I stopped because it was too scary. Um, <laughs> uh, I intend on playing the Metroid games like pretty soon, just to see what the big deal is. Um, Don't make yourself play through the entirety of the NES one. I do it's, what I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. I. It's not great. Yeah, I I have I have uh, Switch Online. I'll I'll use the funny rewind feature. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> the problem with that game isn't even that it's like super hard. It's that it's like a maze map. It's like oh. it has the Metroidvania. You know, it, it's 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 the roots of what Metroidvania came comes to be in the present. Uh, but it's on the it's on the Nintendo, and all the tiles look the same. Nightmare. Um, but Super Metroid is probably like one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably like top three easily. So 
series yeah. worth playing, I think. Yeah. Uh, completely derailed into Metroid on that one. I was going to say the the one game uh, that really piqued my interest was, was the, this new uh, Final Fantasy game set in the world of Final Fantasy 1 made by the Neo devs uh, that is a Souls-like game. Uh, obsessed with chaos. Uh, it, <laughs> it looked insanely funny. <laughs> That game looks so fucking kick-ass. Um, it rules. It it look it, it it's really appealing to like a, a weird niche that like Final Fantasy is not really touched on like ever. Like it it, it gives me like Flaming Skull YouTube video compilation vibes. Yeah, it's like um, I really appreciate that Square e- like. As somebody who, like, grew up in the era of, like, PS3 and Xbox 360 games that were, like, angry white guy on the cover, um, like, it, there's something really weird and nostalgic about it that I'm really about. Um, just having a, a main character in a Final Fantasy game who just is, like, pissed off and looks like he shops an American Eagle. <laughs> He's just a guy. He's literally He's just, just a, a guy. dude. <laughs> It's it's sick. Um, I'm so excited for Square Enix to take us all back to 2010. It's gonna be great. Game of the year. <laughs> I I can already see it. <laughs> yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five got a trailer. Um, uh, another Res- trailer. Resident Sleeper, Snore, more like Shit Megami Tensei. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks pretty cool. I think it looks pretty good. I I, I, I thought it looked I thought I thought it looked really neat. Uh, I I I don't see many uh, gameplay videos of Shin Megami Tensei games, but I did think that uh, the gameplay they showed off looked really interesting. It does have the press turn system, which all of them have. Almost all of them have that. Okay, um, but you know, it's it's tried and true. What can I say? Uh, you should you should get around to playing Nocturne. Everybody should get around to playing Nocturne. Nocturne is now out on all platforms, um, and it may be too expensive to to consider purchasing for a twenty year old game, but it's there. I'm just saying. I'm putting a pin in that. Put a big pin in that. Uh, Actually, I will go back to playing Persona Five, and that will be my exposure to the Shin Megami Tensei series. <laughs> Uh, we should do a bonus episode uh, that's just me, um, like, venting my frustrations with the Persona series and you, like, nodding along. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. I think that was a good point to maybe turn and talk about Homestuck. Yeah, probably. We're, 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 we've, we've blown right past, like, 15 minutes and we are now barreling towards 20 so maybe we should focus on our subject matter for the day. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. E3. 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 V- video games are bad, um, agreed, but I'm going to buy some of them anyway. That's how it All works. Right. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Homestuck. Um, Homestuck. Yes. Okay, so... Alright, grounding myself here. So, last week, or two weeks ago... Where the fuck did we leave off on? Um, We... Uh, a bunch of crazy shit happened. Um, the the Alpha Kids are all now uh, evil or imprisoned or banished to the furthest ring. 
uh jade is evil now um the all of the beta characters got their reunion uh somehow um uh, even the, the, like the all everyone in the meteor was confronted by jade and then they were all with john and then john was happy um and then yeah okay um it, it was a little bit disjointed but that was where we were um and it will continue to be that way i think today um so we resume uh at the beginning of uh what is what is this one called act six we are we are we are now entering act six act six um and as we enter act six act six we are greeted with this uh lovely keyboard performance by caliborn on his casio keyboard uh wonderful stuff um perfect flash arguably one of the best flashes in homestock yes sure uh <laughs> i I, I absolutely am a big fan of the fact that the page will not let you move forward until it is done. Yeah, I didn't discover that until I was, like, reading this for the second time. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. I'm gonna just edit the, the, the URL, and I did. Um, <laughs> and I defeated Caliborn. Let's go! Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we are now drawn into Homo Suck. Um, Caliborn's humorous uh satirization of the comic um and this is a really strange one i gotta say is it i think it's weird um i mean it is both completely in line with like uh mspa as a whole like like including problems with them beforehand yeah um but uh, it feels kind of weird to kind of go back to this level, um, after so much of Homestuck being s relatively serious and trying to take this all, like, process it all seriously. Yeah. But, yeah, so, Caliborn apparently has achieved, uh, God tier. Um, he's completed his quest, uh, and he has now gained control of all of real of all of his perceptible reality of canon i guess um and he will now uh he has gained all of the badges and including a badge that just lets him open any lock including one including the literal lock on the narrative um which is now allowing him to take control and satirize the entire comic from step one. Nightmare. Yeah, nightmare indeed. Um. Yeah, it's it's not that weird. Uh, but some of the the, the way that it's like a lot of the things in it like made me think like uh like. Uh, well, there's there's not really I don't really there's not really much to summarize here, so I guess I'll just kind of breeze through it. But like, yeah, there's like the whole. Uh, shittily remade Act One. That's like super, um, super harsh on it. You know, it's cracking jokes about how it, like, you know, nothing is fucking happening. It's all like slapstick, and it's all just worthless. Um, and it it, 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 at times it feels like kind of like self-deprecating or like 
like present 2013 hussy like riding on 2009 hussy a little bit yeah uh but uh, at the same time uh the the notion that act one is bad and you should skip it it has been pretty persistent in the homestuck fandom for a very long time uh so many people already like dunk on act one and say that it's slow and boring and nothing happens and you should just skip it uh and considering Caliborn has pretty consistently been like a like an avatar of like the negative side of the fandom, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of makes sense that that Caliborn would just go on this little this little side quest of recreating Homestuck and just shitting on it. That is fair. That is fair. Um. Yeah, there are some very specific criticisms in here. Um, I think I wanted to call out specifically page 6265, um, where he calls out the comic's habit of uh, of using callback, visual callbacks. Um, and just kind of mocks the whole concept of it and just says, like, basically calls it, like, you know, asset reuse to, to save time. Um, and... Uh, I guess there are, you can view it both ways, or like you can view it like you don't even, not even like mutually exclusive. The idea that maybe Hussey is ragging on himself a little bit uh, in the earlier parts of the comic for so heavily relying on like the 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 parallel format. Yeah. Um. Because if you think about it, that kind of thing has generally like decreased in usage. I think. Um. Like. The, like, Act 4, from what I recall, is, like, very heavily, um, structured in that way, right? Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of the early parts of the comic are very rigorously put together such that, um, you get these constant visual callbacks and, uh, every character has a, basically the same line of events happen to them in a very short span of time. Um... And I th- that's kind of fallen out of use, like, not not entirely, but um, it feels like it's it's reduced frequency. Yeah. In, in, in Within Act 6. Um, there's a lot of just, you know, stuff happens and then it isn't mirrored. Um, so yeah, like, it makes sense to view the Caliborn's rant, like, entirely as uh, just ragging on the earlier parts of the comic and just kind of deploying not baseless criticism, but just kind of negativity for the point of negativity. Um, but also, like, considering how the, the writing style has evolved, I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, a little bit of, you know, man, this was so stupid the way I set this up in there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, kind of my, that was kind of my thoughts on, on this. Um... The there's also the uh, the boggle vacantly these shenanigans which which looks familiar as noted by Caliborn. Hmm. I, um, I wonder why it looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find the specific page that this was from. Eight thirty one. <laughs> wow, that far back. Yep. Uh, pre one k homestuck. Uh, Wait, holy crap! Okay, I gotta check this out real quick. Sorry, if you just want to say, you can go ahead and say it. I I was just gonna say the 
reusing this image uh and like giving a canonical reason as to why there was a a shittily drawn homestuck really early in the comic is like this is like most kingdom hearts homestuck has ever been <laughs> this, this feels like a namura moment oh my god it, it it's it i can't even put it into words it's 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 on See, it's on par with Nomura making an entire Kingdom Hearts game to explain why Mickey Mouse is shirtless in the first game. We're past we're past we're past the first fifteen minutes. We can't talk about Kingdom Hearts. We can't. Like we can. We can. <laughs> See, I I could have sworn that this the boggle vacantly of these shenanigans page was like. I really thought that this was like Carcat reading MSPA or something. Like, yeah. In my head, this became something entirely different. Yeah. Um, that's so weird. And the other thing that's weird about the way this is like reimplemented is how it's not like a literal. It's not like a literal recreation. Um, unless that's like yet to come somehow. But it it it, it surprises me that uh this like the page isn't green and like the text is like slightly different. Like you know, GT mail. Um, the all caps. Uh. It's just a little bit strange that, like, you know, this comes back, but doesn't come back in such an iron... Like, it doesn't come back in an airtight way. Yeah. Um, not that it has to, but, you know, it's... it's it, I guess it saves me the hassle of trying to, like, reason out why this would be in the comic earlier, besides, oh, it's a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for not immediately launching into a tangent about how this how this happened. I can do that. Wait. I can do that right now. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> let, the, let, let there be some mystery around this. Oh, yeah. Um, that kind of... Yeah, and then uh, Caliborn wraps up Act 1, uh, teases us with some more of it. Um, John appears to be dead. Rip. Wow. The, the the differences are, are are radical already um yeah uh but before we go on to to what he finds um do you have anything like any commentary on 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 this on on homosuck um my commentary is that the homosuck is underrated uh and you should get used to it and you should learn to love it uh, because <laughs> oh. a lot of people hate Homo Suck, uh, and it's gonna stick around for a bit. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought this was like just being. I mean, I thought it was gonna be a one-off. No. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. No, I think it's um. I think this is like a since the since the Caliborn Hussy dialogue seems to have disappeared at this point, or uh, made made an exit. Like, we need some kind of venue for Caliborn to... We need, we, we need some kind of venue for Caliborn, right? Yeah. And I think this is as good as any, basically. Um, and it's it's kind of a funny... Um, a fun and a cool way to, like, uh, continue the thread of, like, Caliborn being, like, a shitty fan. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 neat. Although you know, Act One, not really a lot to to to, to work off of. Um, no, no 
dialogue, no, 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 nothing with friends or anything. It was it's not not a lot to work off there. Um. Anyway, uh, while mashing out maniacal laughter on his keyboard, uh, Caliborn hits a caps lock, and because he's in some kind of caps lock based facility, <laughs> uh. The it opens up a little thingy on the wall and out spills some some drawing books. There's a how to draw manga that makes uh Caliborn feel funny. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a there's the you're welcome engraved into the back of the of the safe. And there's a an Axe Six Axe Six uh super cartridge expansion pack. Um, shit has gotten real meta. There is no disc three. <laughs> yeah, but there's an expansion pack. Absolutely. Gotta keep the story um, going somehow. Yeah, moderately deranged. Um, I I have in my notes uh, how meta is this, and then the next line is probably very. <laughs> yes, um, because I I don't really know what to say about it. Um. Because, you know, this could be any amount of meta. Um, I, I mean, it's... I it, It's just a... I, I wouldn't say it's, like, any more meta than, like, things that we've already encountered in the comic. Because... Yeah. Because while there was no... There was no fuckery with the, 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 the disc one, uh, disc two, like, scratching and, mm-hmm. and, like, messing with the story and having to be repaired to continue the story... Like, there's already a precedent for what we're about to see happen with the super cartridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can even, like, process this as, like, in line with the whole Hussy stuff, where, you know, Hussy just kind of put this here to fuck with Caliborn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, <laughs> it just feels a lot stranger, um... I guess it's a weird effect because, like, when the act when the when the act five when the disc two scratched, um, it was like a completely new thing. It just kind of felt like a, a weird novel one off plot device. Yeah. Um, but now this is part of a whole thread of like Hussy running around in the comic, um, writing it and f- fucking with Caliborn. Yeah. Uh, who was also trying to write it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though. Um, uh, the I feel like the description in like the manual is like this has the energy to me of like something that is just saying like giving away way more than it should at this point. Yeah. Uh the the fact that it like I I feel like it does cross the line of like being too much by telling us like how exactly the rest of Act 6, Act 6 is going to play out. Because, uh, mm-hmm. like, we know to expect... Like, like with, with, with like the previous, like, sub-intermissions in Act 6, like, you kind of picked up on the fact that, like, whenever there was an intermission, like, it was going to focus on the meteor or 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 the, the ship. J- just non-Alpha Kid stuff. Uh, but, it, I don't know, there, there's something weird about it, like, laying laying it out for us here at the beginning that every mm-hmm. every act 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 is going to be caliborn stuff and everything in between is going to be not caliborn stuff 
I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I mind that the format that like it lays out the format really. Um, uh, I guess like my my the way I would describe my reaction to it is like I have no inherent beef with it. I just kind of want to see what's what's in there. Yeah. Um, like, give me it. Let's see. Let's see what you got. True. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's some real humor in how the 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 manual says like um. It we're this is like let's we we're gonna have all the plot events happen while Caliborn is distracted and believe he has uh so Caliborn may continue to believe he has commandeered the medium absolutely while we privately return to the narrative between his ner- miserable tirades um it can be our secret he doesn't even need to know and like he's reading it um but it, it seems like that is just exactly what is going to happen regardless of his best efforts yeah. Like I think that there's some real humor to that, um, and I, I think it's great. Um, also, uh, very funny that like the, the 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 ratio of the manual is like the books that physically exist. Yeah. Um, probably just a coincidence, but uh, also probably not. Anyway. Um, Caliborn, uh, if, if Caliborn's gonna have anything to do with this, uh, it's not gonna happen. So, he takes the game cartridge, um, the expansion pack, rather, uh, fills it with special stardust and crams some, uh, candy corn in there, and then, uh, shoves it in the slot. Uh, this is just, a horrific, horrific gore for anybody who's old enough to remember cartridge-based gaming. Nightmare. <laughs> one of the wor- some of the worst panels in Homestuck. <laughs> Surely this this will have no ramifications at all. <laughs> Surely not. Surely not. Uh! Um, but yeah. Uh, he, he inserts the cartridge, and uh, we are we are taken to Act Six, Act Six, Intermission One, with a flash that starts out incredibly promising and then breaks. It's already got repercussions, John. I, I, I have a horrible relationship with this page. Really? I I I love it, but also like it it infuriates me. Because the the song uh Gold Pilot mm-hmm. is is one of my favorite Homestuck songs of all time. It is really good. And and to have it have it cut short and used in this glitched out flash, it hurts me. I want more. I, I I want more gold pilot flash. Please. I want I want a longer mix of the song that is like more glitched out because the mix in the flash bef- shortly before it completely breaks is very cool. True. Very Onio Tricks Point Never. Uh very very good. Also the wit the the shit the page does is really cool. Yeah. Like fucking cascade shit. I love it. I'm a big fan. Good stuff. Maybe, um, maybe Hussey still has it. Maybe maybe he still has a grip on this comic. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Shit. Um. But anyways, plot. Yeah. Plot happens in this flash. A little bit. Yeah, well, a little bit of it happens. It starts to happen a little bit. Uh, Jade rides the meteor uh, through one of the sky defense portals. Um hops off it uh, as it approaches earth um 
And then everything breaks, pretty much. Yeah. That that's pretty much all that has time to happen. Yeah. We get besides the cool uh, screen transitions and, and and all. Damn. I I do yeah. think I do think one funny thing about this this page is that uh there are like numerous documents like outlining everything wrong with the homestuck.com website that have mm-hmm. that have been like sent to Viz Media and people oh no people consistently list this page as one of the broken pages that needs to be fixed and i i, I think that's a good bit i think i think people should continue to hound Viz Media to fix this page <laughs> even though it's not broken in our world it's not broken or is it who knows homestuck uh, yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate like the unofficial collection shill you know google it look bambajagitup.io fucking get it it works works beautifully on 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 the unofficial collection as as all of the pages like this do um but yeah i think it's a pretty pretty fucking cool page it is um even though you know not a lot happens yeah <laughs> yeah and then we are greeted by another uh not character select screen but it might as well be um i i'm sick of these i'm still sick of them um and we got like three of them in this reading uh terrible bit great stuff <laughs> i love the 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 magic of being able to make decisions i i love you know, I, I love I was... non-linearity <laughs> I was just saying that Homestuck was starting to kind of grow out of like the, the, uh, the same thing happens like two to four times over and over format. And then lo and behold, here we are. Um, you better get used to it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many character path select screens in Act 6, Act 6. You just get over it. I think Homestuck sucks now, actually. I think, it's, <gasps> I think it's bad. I think our experiment has come to a close. We've made me hate the comic, and I think we're done. Uh, that does um, that does it for a Homestuck podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll uh, not see you next week. We will not see you next week. Uh, shout out for the final time to the Big Six patrons. Uh, the Big Six, thank you for money. Uh, that would be fuck you, uh, die, Gareth F, Simon Martin. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, I, I, it, I, I, I don't know whether I was just talking like I am. You know, we know, we all know that I am one to talk out of my ass. Um, but I think that maybe in in my defense, I think that a reason that I might not have been thinking too acutely about like the characters like pages is that, um. A lot of times the same thing doesn't happen. It's, it's, it, it, I don't know. The, give me a break, okay? I'm talking to myself here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I do think that the, the, the character select screens were more, more enjoyable, uh, when, when, when the comic was still posting, because you would, you would, you would get like a path per update, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you would, be left on this accursed select screen wondering wondering which path you would get next whatever i like it grow up yeah i i I don't mind it it's it's me hating these is mostly a bit um 
I just think it's kind of a frustrating. Uh, it it's I'm not even frustrating. It's it it, it seems w- w- now that it's like a a single body of work that you can peruse at your own pace, it just feels kind of unnecessary. Um, but I think that like something here on this page sixty two seventy nine is like, well, I think this is probably the coolest implementation thus far because it's like positionally oriented it's like here's a map of what's happening in the comic and you can look at it like it ties in the it it, it ties things together in a cool way yeah visually um so it's a little i think it's a little bit more engaging from like a a media perspective than like the ones where oh click on the character silhouettes and you you get this part from this perspective yeah um anyway so we got the we got the planets here um we learn by clicking through these uh that uh everybody seems to have lost a memory uh david carcat all right if, if you click on the top one on low hack uh david carcat is talking about how they have no idea what just happened um dave is stuck on low hack with the mayor and carcat is on the land is on lofaf with kanaya um, you go to Lofaf, get up to the same information, except that you get the adi- additional tidbit that no one can really, uh, reach Rose, or she's, uh, uh, not, she, it is difficult to communicate with her at this time, and not because she's, not because of alcohol. Um, you click on, uh, Lofaf's, uh, John Egbert has gone missing. Oh! Not good. Not, not great. Um, and, uh, Lolar, uh, Rose is, we, we find out that Rose is pretty much unreachable. Um, and I had a, I had a weird moment on this page. Let me tell you, um, the, 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 because it's like, you know, the the text is like a, a gif, um, to, to illustrate it, you get the old font on you get to see some of the old font style a little bit oh yeah um and i don't know what it i don't know what exactly it is about like seeing the old font and the old formatting um that like i felt like i got punched in the gut <laughs> a little bit i don't know why because it, it hasn't i haven't seen read the comic when the text looked like this in like a fucking decade you know yeah. like it it's, it was, it was, I didn't expect it, and it caught me really off guard. Um, and I, I have nothing to offer besides that, but, like, damn, it's, it's fucking weird for me to see the original alias system font text. Damn. Yeah. Um, it, it, we, if we push onward, uh, we are, we are greeted with another character select screen. Um, that is just a straight-up character select screen. Uh, epic win! Uh, we get to pick between Jane and Jade. We did it, listeners. We did it. Everybody clapped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we click on Jane, uh, it's, it, 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 it's broken. We see Jane menacingly approaching Jake in prison, and then it glitches out, and we can't tell what's going on. Damn. Well, if we click on uh, Jade, we get a, we get an interesting little sequence here. Um, Jade menacingly approaches Roxy in prison. 
Um, and we get we get some interesting shit here. Uh, Jade currently under the influence of the Kandes, um, hand gives brandishes the the folder that Roxy initially turned down back at her. Um, and we're gonna just keep going here because if you keep going after the characters, like just yeah, this, the sequence just continues. Yeah. Um. So Jade hands hands over the folder again. Um, and we get to finally see what Roxy's mission is, which is to, uh, conjure the matriorb out of thin air. Um. There's some lore dump about like, the the true powers of the rogue of void and. How, basically, with the combination of the class and the aspect, the Rogue of Void has the uh, a power to rob abstract or non-existent concepts of nothingness, which essentially bring them into reality, making them no longer nothing. Um, really cool power. I really like it. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, if... However, I would say that there's anything that has to be concerned about how you could make something really stupid happen, it would be this. But it is a very, very cool utilization of, like, the power system in this in this comic. Yeah. Um, I, tentatively, I will say I'm a really big fan of the idea of it. Um, we start to kind of get an idea of what the Condessa's plan is. Um... She wants to. She wants Roxy to to conjure the matriarch for here for her, uh, so that she can hatch it on a planet outside of Caliborn's reach, um, to reclaim her role as a queen over a new troll people. Yeah. Um. Throughout this, we we get our we get a big chunk of dialogue from Evil Jade. And Evil Jade is really fucked up and twisted. Um, and something about it is really unsettling to me. What do you think about Evil Jade? Um, I don't know. E- Evil Jade is one of those things that I haven't really formed a, a concrete opinion on over all these years. It's just, just kind of there. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it. Evil Jade bad. <laughs> See, I kind of i i I don't want to say I like Evil Jade. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I think that the way that Jade is written, which is like you know very close to how she normally is, but also uh, fucked up and evil and threatening to murder Roxy repeatedly in terrible ways. Yeah. Um. I think that it, it it's a very interesting take on like a mind controlled person. Yeah, I. Cause see, with 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 Jane, it it it's kind of easier to understand like how the the mind controlling is working there. Jane uh, is very boring under mind control. Yeah, like, very, very not not like bad, but like you know, uh, nothing crazy going on. Yeah, cause she's she. She's just kind of become a machine because she's being mind controlled by a machine. Uh, that's that's how I understand it. Uh, mm-hmm. But with Jade, uh, th- th- there's pretty consistent uh, like debate over like how exactly the mind controlling is working with her. Because uh, it's not really clear. Like 
I, I, I think the most popular opinion is that it's normal Jade, but, like, the dog side of her is more in control. Uh, and specifically, like, being manipulated by the Condus. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. Big question mark right now. <laughs> See, I don't know if I like that interpretation, because, like, the there's no, like, inherent malice in the... In, like, the... It, it, there was never any, like, inherent malice demonstrated in Beck. Yeah. Which is where her dog side is coming from. Yeah. Um... There are certainly, like, a ton more, like, references to, you know, her more animalistic uh, side in in this reading. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, there's a ton of them. Um, but, like, I don't know. It seems really weird of me. It, it, no, 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 it seems really weird to, to like, attribute the, the parts of her that are, like, threatening to murder Roxy to, like, oh, that's the dog part. Like... Yeah. That's, like, something that somebody who, like, hates dogs would say. <laughs> yeah, it it's just kind of confusing because, like, the the way the Condice's powers work is that she has the powers of, like, other casts. And right. the the only, like, mind control part... Well, parts, is that... Uh... The... the, the the Tavros powers. I'm just going to use the character names because I, I don't feel like using the cast names. Uh, That's fair. The the Tavros powers can like control animals, uh, mm. but the the Vriska powers can't really control humans. It just puts them to sleep. Right. Uh. So it's it it doesn't seem like it would be di- like direct mind control. Like, I don't know. It's it's just very vague on, like, how it's working right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that... I, I don't think this is a thing that needs a, an explanation, like, that... of that, like, granularity. Yeah. Um... Uh, I, I just think this is... Uh, I think regardless of whether you... I think that, like, regardless of whether or not I like... I like Evil Jade... I think that this is probably the most interesting portrayal of mind control that we've seen in the series so far, because, uh, like, the series. But, like, um, when, like, the, the circuits control people, they're they're just kind of devoid of free will, like, they just become mindless drones as long as choosing control. Yeah. Um, which is very efficient from a plot standpoint, uh, but it doesn't... It, it's never served to make things, like, more interesting from, like, a character perspective. Yeah. Um, whereas Evil Jade is, like, very much still Jade. Like, there's a lot of Jade here, but she is j- evil. Yeah. Um, which is kind of silly when I say it out loud, but I think that it has given me more pause to be like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, when reading her dialogue than anything else before this, because it, it, the dimension of, like, you know, still sounds like Jade, still has ostensibly, like, a lot of Jade feelings towards things, but is also, like, you know, working for the Condess and, like, hateful. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. And I think I, 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 I like it just on that, on that level. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still kind of unsettling 
for Jade to be like, yeah, I'm gonna teleport all your guts outside you over and over until you get bored of dying. And then, you, then you're gonna do our job for us. Horrible nightmare. It's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, Jade's, Jade's had a couple of uh, outbursts previously, but nothing to this degree. So, you know, I don't know if it's... It, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, moving on. Uh, Roxy, Roxy acknowledges, like, yeah, okay, like, I'm stuck in prison, I'm gonna be bored, like, you got me, it, maybe this is a bit of a fun challenge. So she gets to work trying to, to manifest the matriorb. Um, she fails initially, uh, but she does create a perfectly generic object out of thin air, um, so that's a lot of progress pretty fast. And then uh, Jade kind of explains more of, you know, her developing her powers and bringing things into reality. Yeah. Um, Jade also is like, all right, I got to go hunt down uh, John. I'm working on that. Uh, I'm going to peace out. But don't try to get away because I'll smell you if you try to get away, even if you go invisible. Um. I, this to me looks like probably, like, okay, you have a, you have a prisoner and you've tasked your prisoner with developing their powers of, uh, creating literally anything out of thin air. Yeah. Uh, and you just decide to leave them unsupervised. This is the, I'm just, this is the greatest plot setup of all time. <laughs> It is. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Roxy gets up to in jail. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jade pieces out, and 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 that's that. Hell yeah, yeah. And then we have another character select screen. Oh, uh, this is a planet select screen. Oh, excuse me. I got, I got, I got, I got confused by the, the, the John silhouette. I thought it was a character select screen. This is a level, the narration refers to as a character select. Um, but this is, this is to me is a level select screen, which is, uh, far more forgivable. Okay. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on the, the, the Jade Roxy thing that, 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 that conversation just went down? Cause we, we kind of fixated entirely on, on evil Jade. Yeah. Um, excited to see Roxy work on her powers because I think they're really neat. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, like I said, like, uh, big shark jumping potential, um, but also massive potential for things that are extremely cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that there's going to be some integration of this with all how meta the comic is getting that I will be completely unsure of how to feel about. Um... But yeah, uh, cool. We'll see. <laughs> I think Roxy had some funny lines in there about like, man, I wish I, I, I this is the worst situation that I could be talking to Jade under, and it's like, yeah, kind of is. Yeah. Um, we get we get our planet select. Uh, Hussey's getting kind of sassy. Um, the narration on this page is written in a really uh annoying way, um, really confusing. When when you're not a when like. It's not still updating. Um, 
it pissed me off a little bit. Uh, I'm docking some points for this one. Why are you, why are you quit, quit getting pissed off at the narration? <laughs> it, it, come on, man. I, I think the funniest thing about this page is how uh, the the old page format for, for MSPA is still used on this page. Uh, back when everything Hussey did had, like, it was all pa- part of the same, like, range of pages and so mm-hmm. it, it says we're on page 8199 uh, mm-hmm. feeling feeling the 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 ghostly phantom of problem sleuth hovering over us because that is not what page we're on but it really should be really should be <laughs> if you say um, so <laughs> yeah 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 um, retroactive. Also, a shout out to uh, everybody in our panel who was like, "John, you should read Problem Sleuth because they should be Problem Sleuth." I'm not gonna do that. Wow. Oh my god. Maybe this one day. Getting worse. Maybe one day. Um, but yeah, we are on the we're on the fucking new character select screen. Uh, we got we got a couple of things to work through. Um, and what would any good good big reading be without a dedicated Dave segment? Cause that's what we're gonna talk about here. Let's go. Um, and this is a this is a really neat one. Yeah, I yeah, I like this Dave segment. Um, so Dave is on Lohack, and uh, he's he's at his old house, apartment, um, place of residence. He's just kind of wandering around, monologuing to himself, and uh, reminiscing about uh, his childhood. Or, not even his childhood, but, you know, uh, the, the the part of the comic that this, this place was relevant for. Yeah. Um, and this is both Primo Dave content and, like, meta in, like, a very nostalgic way that it resonates with me, the reader. Yeah. And so I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. The. He the the I don't I don't really have a way like ways to describe this. Um. But like it it strikes a really deep tone, I think. There's the the part of it that is like, um. There's like he 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 goes back and like, he looks at some of the shit that was set up that was never paid off. Um, and kind of reminisces about it, and, like, reminisces about, like, what could have been, like, hey, this this was a whole thing I was about, and then it disappeared. Um, and I think it just, like, incorporates the, 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 like, nature of the comic early on well, like, it incorporates that really well into, like, you know, Dave as a person, and, like, it, by extension, like, everybody who is a, as a person who is beyond that yeah growing beyond that yeah uh um, I, th- I think i think i think this 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 little section is pretty interesting considering like uh back back in like the early comic when when back in the early podcast uh when we got to the character introduction pages we would like go through like every little thing that, mm-hmm. that like what their interests were uh yeah. and just nothing ever came of them and I it makes me kind of wish that like other characters had moments like this, but I 
Dave is pretty much suited, best suited to be the one to like have this moment. Uh, mostly because he's the one who's who's been monologuing to himself. Um, but I think it's interesting on that level. But also at the same time, it's it's kind of relatable. Uh, I I I I'm pretty sure a number of people out there have had moments where they've they've come across something from like years past uh, mm. that could have blossomed into something else in their life, but they just never did. And it's this kind of an unfulfilled path in their life. Uh, yeah. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty, pretty kind of, kind of heavy just a little bit, but not in like a super serious way. Just kind of like a, what if, like, what if Dave was like super into the dead shit? Like, mm-hmm. What what then? It's 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 interesting to think about. Yeah, and and this is kind of like um the 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 I think the parts of like the the comic being like meta that sound like super explicit that really work for me. Yeah. Um, because you know this is a big. It, it's 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 it, it's storytelling one on one. It's 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 Dave as a person looking back on his, his own childhood and it's like the the comic looking back on itself in its infancy um, yeah. and like reflecting on it and it's I think I think it's really good um yeah Dave Dave is good Dave is good Dave is definitely the character most suited I think to this kind of moment um cause like of the beta kids he is like the one most perpetually hung up on his past yeah um and it makes sense that he will be the one to have this moment and get absorbed in it yeah um like we get we get a tour through of the ironic selfies which is a thing that was like basically only like dave having like drier like like clothes lines uh where he was like drying like uh, or like exposing like um ironic selfies was a thing uh, one of those things that was like literally only in his intro page um yeah. and it makes like a whole appearance here where he looks over them and he like starts laughing and then crying at them um and i i don't know what to say about it uh but it's like really so- something very dave about it yeah uh, I, I just want to say huge shout outs to the the Burger King picture. The Burger King one is great. Uh, I, I I vividly remember uh, when this update came out, uh, a, a team of people tracked down this exact Burger King <laughs> and like recreated this picture IRL. Uh, good times. Good, good. Good times on Tumblr. That's fucking horrifying. Pumps of fans are insane. My god. Yeah. <laughs> that that is kind of amazing. Um but yeah, it, it, that one's also this is also my favorite one of the lineup. Good. But yeah. Um Yeah. Dave is uh so overcome with emotion question mark that he he starts to cry. Um but he doesn't really have much time to alone with his feelings on this because John spontaneously zaps in and scares the shit out of him. Um, 
they absolutely fail to catch up, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, before John wins, win wins out. Damn. There, there he goes. And then uh, Jade shows up. Evil Jade shows up. Uh, talk to Dave, and uh, we get a we get a we get a, we get one of our one of our cherished few uh, Jade and Dave interactions. Uh, been a while. Um, unfortunately, it is still Evil Jade, but it's a lot of Jade in in, in play here. Yeah. Um. But she's got business with Dave specifically. Uh, and the business involves alchemy. Um, and we, we, we get more of the Condessa's plan here. Uh, Jade is like, hey, we gotta, we're gonna alchemize your sword, um, to, to, to be able to harm Lord English. We're gonna alchemize with a secret ingredient that makes him, it's, him susceptible to it. And it's a cue ball. Uh... So we can kind of start to, you know, we, we, we got the bit of the plan about um, the Matriorb and the Condess wanting to repopulate Earth, and now we're starting to say, like, okay, there's some there's some plot going on here yeah. that Jade is enlisted in. Um, but that, that's that's not the interesting part of this. The interesting part of this is that when they alchemize the cue ball with uh, the broken Derringer sword, um, Dave's previously ultimate broken sword, it just becomes uh I, I I don't know how to pronounce that. The, it just the, becomes the Welsh sword. It becomes the Welsh sword again, the one that he initially broke in on his planet, uh that, that we I can see it in my head. You remember the scene? There's the, yeah. there's the whole part where he's in the golden temple. You know how it is. He he ran it, he kicked it, he broke it in half. Yeah, way back but, in Act Five, Act Two. Way back. Um but yeah. The 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 weapon that he needs now at this time is just the sword that he broke before he broke it. And something here just causes him to fucking break down. Um that ultimately the sword that he would end up needing after the game would be the one that he broke and there was this whole convoluted thing and it, it just it, it's too much for him. Um, he has a, he has a bit of a breakdown and, uh, it's, it's something. What do you think about this? I don't know what I think of it. I, I, I wish I knew what to think of it. It's, 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 it's Dave showing like an extreme amount of emotion Mm -hmm. that makes me like not able to process it because we have not seen Dave show this much emotion before. Like yeah, the, like the the I need help frowny face line. I very not Dave. It. It's it, yeah. It, it's to the point where it almost doesn't feel like Dave. It's it, it's definitely a break of character a little bit, but I think that it 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 makes sense. Um, because the you know there's there's. We've talked about the whole broken sword uh, symbolism with Dave a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a really interesting, like, return to it. Um, and I, 
I, I went over this a couple times, and I couldn't really ever come up with, like, a solid interpretation of, like, what the symbolism means of, at, at this moment, like, whatever, like, the sword that he needs is the one that he ended up breaking and then changing a bunch, and ultimately it turned out that, you know, it was, it was fine the whole time. Yeah. Um... But, like, for Dave, like, just from Dave's perspective, like, it, it has to feel, like, really, it, it has to feel really, like, defeating that, like, he went through all this, like, there was the entire, there was so much in Act 5, Act 2 dedicated to, like, Dave's, Dave's growth and, like, the, the, the sword as a, as a symbol alongside him the whole time. Yeah. Um, and... It's the hit like his time to use like a, a complete not broken sword is like at the end of a really long road of like him I don't know if it's like him like getting used to the the broken one or in like that as a symbol for like just him becoming okay with like growing complacent with himself yeah. as an imperfect version of himself or what. Um, but I think that this is like, there's something here. Um, yeah. There, and there, there's definitely something here. Cause like, I I'm staring at it and, and like the, the, the fact that like the sword that he needed was one that he already had. It, I, I, I feel, I feel something in the page. I just can't, I can't grasp it. Yeah, I think that there's, if there's, like, anything that we need to, like, once we finish the comment, if there's anything that we need to go back and, like, just view in, like, any subplot that we need to view in isolation is probably, like, the day of sword symbolism. Yeah. Um, because it is by far the most interesting piece of symbolism in this comic, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I just want to, I just want to, at some point, like, take some time to, like, review it and piece it together and figure out if it's all genius or if it's just, uh, if, if, if it's not consistent and it's stupid. And then I'll decide whether or not I like Homestuck. Oh! <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm glad to see that it's still here. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that, like, with the amount that David's been a character recently, that we, that we still have this here, because it's, it's really cool and good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Dave has a breakdown, and, uh, we, we exit, we exit that stage. Um, I hope he's okay. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, we move on to, uh, a, a, a defrosted land of frost and frogs, uh, where we see Kanaya and Karkat, uh, standing off against Jade and Jane. Um, and we get a lot of words here. We do. And we get a, we get a lot of explanation as well. Um, Jade, uh, Jade just appears to be going around and just filling everybody on, on what their role in the plan is. Um, and we learn here that Karkat and Kanaya's role in, in the Condessa's plan is to prepare the universe that they will hide Earth in uh, as it becomes a new troll homeworld. 
Um, apparently, the this whole this whole hinges on the frog that fell into the volcano. Um, on on this planet, yeah, uh, right before Cascade. <laughs> yeah, I had completely fucking forgotten that happened. Yeah, um, it, it, it insane. I. It, it was one of those things that I forgot happened that, like, when it becomes relevant at, like, the very end of the comic, I was like, wait a second, how did... What? Uh, Holy shit. Because it, it, it's literally the last thing you see before Cascade happens is the the frog in the eight ball falling into the forge. I had to, like, double check that it happened. <laughs> I was like, shit, holy fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that frog is the key to all this, you see. Uh... Because when it, it fell into the it fell into the forge, um, the the lava of the volcano did not uh, harm the eight ball shell apparently, and it sunk all the way down to the core. And that frog is now in possession of the denizen echidna. Um, also insane to me that uh, that that line at the start of like at the very front of like Jade shrinking all the planets and bringing them with her on the on the trip. That like that bit about the denizens. The denizens have still got things to do here. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Um, wow, bravo, hussy, uh, genius. <laughs> yes, but apparently, uh, not dropping plot threads. Amazing. The, apparently, Echidna is not. Um, will not cooperate with Jade, and will only answer to another space player. And the knight who initially helped with the frog's creation. So Karkat and Kanaya have got to go and get the frog back from Echidna. Um, and then, uh, if they cooperate and they do that, then they'll be granted some role among the caste system on in the new society. Um, awesome. Great deal. Sweet deal. Epic. Yeah. Uh... Karkat and Kanaya show signs of resistance because it sounds like bullshit and they don't want to go along with it, which is completely fair and understandable. Yeah. Um, however, they are they are two uh, normal alive scrubs facing down uh, two god tiers. Uh, so this is a this is a questionable point of defiance. Um, Jade explains. Uh, how Jane has the ability to resurrect any one person one time, or any any person one time. Excuse me. Um, and uh, she she threatens Kanaya with uh, some some Final Fantasy magic logic, where it's like, hey, you know what's going to happen if we cast life on a zombie enemy, right? Um, and Kanaya's like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. I also want to shout out um, Jade saying a zombie or a Dracula is really funny. <laughs> uh, one of the funniest jokes to me is just calling like calling something a Frankenstein or a Dracula. Yeah, I really love that bit. Uh, so I'm glad to see it show up here. Also, as this somewhat banal exchange goes down, uh, John begins to materialize behind Jade. Um, so we get this. A big, uh, this, this sweeping grand climactic action sequence where Jane just kind of unceremoniously stabs Carcat, um, as Jade notices John appear. John 
screams in anguish, witnessing the death of one of his closest friends. Um, Jade tackles him uh, as Jane resurrects Carcat once more. And uh, John smiles in relief as he dematerializes yet again. Damn. So yeah, that happened. That was crazy. Crazy shit. Damn, it's wild that Carcat's one revival has been used up. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> it's, I'm just pointing it out. Like you didn't, you didn't say anything about it. Yeah, Carcat's uh, uh, Car- been used as the guinea pig for for resing. Unfortunate. Damn. Um. Also, Jane just kind of stands around here. Yeah, she Jane really is does. not doing much. She really does. Um, Jane is like distinctly shifted into background character mode. I gotta say that that tiara top is doing all the work, doing a lot of work for her not having to be a character who speaks. Um, but yeah. Uh. So yeah, we, we now have like a... Uh, I guess we have a pretty complete picture of what the Condessa's plan is now. Yeah. Th- um, things are things are laid out. Things can play out now. And the comic can end. Yeah, this smoothly. is a... <laughs> it's very much like laying the ground... I, I can feel it very much just laying the groundwork for, you know, this is the, the final... I can't say act. Yeah. Because I, it, it, an act is a thing. It, it's kind of akin to like how things were going in... Uh, Act five, act two, where things were getting laid out for the scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh but but now it's getting laid out for for completion. We're gonna we're gonna win. Everything's gonna be great. Yeah, we just have to work alongside the the, the fascist space empress. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, cool. I think it's cool. Uh I it, I I I like that. I like that it's uh, despite all of the fuckery that's happening with the meta shit, um, I appreciate some some good old fashioned structure that will point us in a direction that we can move forward in. Hell yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but we have we have one more we have one more sequence here, uh, before we are done with with today's reading, um. And is the the Lolar one, uh, and as we we join in on Terezi and Rose, who are struggling. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> uh, I in, in my notes I wrote that I I started writing a sentence like Terezi and Rose struggle with, and then I just erased it, and it just says Terezi and Rose struggle. Good, because uh, that's what's happening here. Rose is uh, recovering from God knows uh, how much of a hangover she's accrued, and Terezi is struggling to deal with her vision on the brightest planet known to fucking mankind. Nightmare. <laughs> um, and they they start to have this conversation. Uh, I was too lazy to check, but is this like? I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is like probably one of like. This is probably one of the first times these two characters have ever directly talked to each other. I I think so. Because because there's the line from Terezi where she's like quit 
quit bullshitting with me. Quit trying uh-huh. to help. Yeah. Um. I don't know. This is a. I feel like a lot of time when we have like these kind of rare character interactions, like we tend to really fawn over them. Yeah. Um. And I like the. I. I think that this is still like a good one, but um, as in like it's. I I like the way it's written. Um, but it's the characters really bounce off each other in a in a like oil and water here. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of reverse light, and I like it. The Rose tries to like reach out and like bridge the gap because they they are in very similar circumstances. You know, they're both they're both seers. They're both got some kind of substance abuse problem. Um. And Rose is like, hey, you know, maybe we can figure something out. Uh, we, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna christen a Rainbow Rumpus Rehab Town. Let's go. <laughs> which is, which is great. It's it, it, that is a really funny thing to say. Um, but Terezi is just not into it. Terezi, uh, like you said, she points out that like, hey, like we've we barely know each other. Like, why are you trying to to get to know me? I'm I'm sick of irony. Um. I'm tired of people joking with him. They're trying to help me. Um, and she kind of just shuts down this outreach. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it makes it awkward. You know, it's a, it's a weird, it's, it's a weird interaction. Yeah. Um, and Terezi goes on to vent her frustration with her, her new mode of, of, of seeing her traditional mode of seeing versus smell because uh in regaining the use of her eyes uh, uh, uh this this planet that was previously the most attractive and delicious of them all is now the most repulsive and she's just really pissed off about this and i think that's an interesting thing there yeah um I, I think it's kind of a hard one to pin down because Terezi is just kind of on the... is still becoming a character again. Yeah. Uh, but the, the... The... The premise of um, I've changed in some way and now the world is... No, I, I no longer see the world in the same way, and, and what was previously wonderful is now repulsive to me, is uh, something fundamental that, that something interesting can be done with. So I am monitoring... I'm, I'm conti- we are still on Terezi watch here. I am nodding. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a cool setup for something. I just don't know what yet. I, it seems... It doesn't... I, I can't pin it down to anything that, like any arc that we've had thus far. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, it's a good one, I think. Um, th- this train of thought is overcome by uh, continued artifacting. Lolar is the most fucked up planet. Lots of, lots of special stardust gumming this one up. Um, Terezi looks back over as she vent- as she continues venting and she sees that Rose is now wearing her glasses which, like, I don't know if this is because fucking Homestuck is glitching out, or if Rose is just wants to be a dick right now, or what. Uh, but she's wearing them. And uh, the, the, the artifacting continues, and it becomes overbearing. 
until John whooshes in and, and cleans it all up. Blow he blows all that dust out of the cartridge. And uh suddenly things become readable again. Hell yeah. Hell yes. I I um, I, I absolutely love like I this is something that I was a huge fan of, like while while this these updates were coming out. But John's wind powers, like consistently going outside the boundaries of the panels, is like really enjoyable, and I really like it. It's pretty neat. Cool stuff. Yeah, I like it when the the fourth wall is broken a little bit. Hell yeah! Just a little, just a bit, just a smidge. Um, yeah, and we, we finally get a little bit of background on what the fuck happened, uh, at the end of the last act, act lit. Um, with this conversation between, uh, Rose and John, um, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's either deliberately ironic or marks a turning point or both that John is the one doing the explaining here, uh, because uh, John, historically, has been the character who catches up on what's been happening, like, an act and a half after it all yeah, went down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's, it seems very notable that, uh, the, the tables have turned in this way dramatically. Um, but, so, so John elaborates on what's going on. Um, so, he is trying there's all this gunker where he's trying to clean up the session it's all over the place um there apparently was a brief reunion with everybody on jake's planet that i still can't remember the name of um but uh everybody showed up they kind of hung out for a while they figured out was they 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 wonder what was going on they figured out you know hey jade's all fucked up and dog evil uh jane is a is an angry robot now um, things are fucked, but, like, hey, we, we all, we, we're all big chillin', we all got each other. Uh, Terezi threatened to, to slit his throat, which freaked him out a bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, apparently John is no longer bound by the rules of reality, of paradox space. Um, he keeps zapping in and out and jumping all around, uh, time and space, um... And he has no control over it, but he, he says he feels like it's not time travel, because time travel is bound by the rules of paradox space, and what he's doing just is not. Um, which, I guess, kind of makes sense with, you know, the hand retcons and shit, like, yeah. what the fuck's yeah, going on yeah, there. Yeah, the, the specific word being unstuck from reality. Un- ah, ah, uh, I, I, uh, I I'm that. rattling my cage and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> let me out let me out uh, <laughs> man the discord noise suppression really got you on that one on my end oh my god it'll come through in the recording it's fine um the <laughs> but yeah we we get we get we, we we figure out what the hell's going on here um john has become unstuck damn yeah roll credits <laughs> but yeah, um he and he's been being chased all over by Jade, uh who's is trying to hunt him down. Um so far uh with with not a lot of luck. Um 
John concludes this conversation by asking, like, if she has any, anything to say to Teen Mom. Um, and uh, Rose struggles to formulate a response uh, as, as Jade appears. And uh, Jade tackles through John, who disappears again before herself zapping out of existence, just as, just as Rose figures out what to say. And she's like, oh, shit. Damn. Um, she falls back, notices that conspicuously her pillow is gone, and, uh, there's a faint honk in the distance as Terezi looks into the, looks into the sky in anger. Um, and, and, and then we're done with that chunk. So, yeah. Uh, we know what's going on, we're a bit grounded here. Um, cool. It's all coming together. Yeah. Two things here. Um one, uh I don't know why Rose is suddenly wearing Terezi's glasses. Um <laughs> if if it's on purpose, that is like uncare like okay, I know that like Rose's whole thing is that she loves to be petty and mean with people. Um not even a whole thing, but like that's a that's an established thing. But this seems like so weird and out of left field if this is if like Rose is doing this on purpose. I Okay. I I I I need to I need to point something out to you. Okay. I I, I need you to go to page 6349. What did I miss? I I need you to pay attention. Okay. Okay, you're on 6349? I am. Now go to 6352. Look at the colors and look what just happened. Terezi did point out that, like, the artifacting is, like, a literal physical thing that is happening. And you can see the artifacts, like, physically for them. So, on their end, a, 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 a giant purple cloud of artifacts appeared behind Rose and suddenly Therese's glasses are on Rose's face. And it ended with a honk. So I think it's pretty safe to assume that Gamzee is hiding in the artifacts and, and doing stuff. Yeah, see, I had like, I had kind of put, I'd put one and like one half together here because yeah. like, I was like, okay, there's the honk. Gamzee is known, like, you know, there is a whole secret that, I think of the Chrono Trigger sequence where, like, Gamzee is, like, flash-stepping around and fucking moving shit around. Yeah. Um, because, like, it, it, it was, like, and I went, I kind of went out of that. Like, okay, so, it, Gamzee probably put, like, Rose's, there, there are numerous ways in this comic that Rose's, that Tracy's glasses could have ended up on Rose's face, uh, by no fault of her own. Yeah. Um, but, I, somehow I never got that extra 0.5 and looked at the artifact cloud as being like, oh, that's Gamzee. Um, uh, I think partially because I never wanted to consider the absolute nightmare existential horror of, like, Gamzee being a sentient artifact cloud. <laughs> yeah. It happens. I really don't, I really don't like thinking about that. It's kind of scary. Okay, the other thing that I that I that struck me as kind of weird here, um, 
And ma- this is... Uh, I just completely fucking lost the page because I was aggressively arrow-king around and I got... Okay, I'm back here. Okay. Um, uh, 6375, where, like, you see the honk and Terezi is, like, gurring. Um, I don't want to sound like too much of, like, a dickhead, but, like, it strikes me as kind of strange here that, like, with the previous conversation with Terezi in the last reading, where, like, or maybe in the reading before, where it's, like, her talking to Dave and Carcat, and, like, she's, like, really emotionally torn up about, like, what happened with the AMZ. Um, I'm not saying that we need, like, a hundred pages of, like, Terezi angst, um, but it just kind of feels weird that, like, we got this implication of, like, a really terrible abuse, like, real abusive relationship, um, that was, like, outlined in more explicit detail than, like, any of the other relationships that, uh, are, that have been, like, abusive Outside of maybe the Dancestor shit, but, like, I don't want to fucking think about that right now. Yeah. Um, it just seems weird to me that, like, Terezi has kind of, uh, speed ran the phases of grief, um, and is, like, now, like, just ready to, just angry at Gamzee. I mean, um, I mean, they were in a, they were Kismesis's. That's true. So, there, there, there's already, like, that level of mutual hatred uh mm, that's true and, and i do think that like, the fact that it, it is a uh a kismesis dude it, do, it does kind of make it like difficult to parse like what what does a, an abusive kismesitude entail yeah that's true uh but yeah i i as for yeah that's what i think the explanation for the guring is is like they are in a kismesitude mm-hmm it just like it, it's it from a, from a human relationship pers- from a from a narrow-minded monocultural human relationship perspective um like it just strikes me as kind of strange like kind of strange pacing that like when it was talked about by, by Terezi and David Carcat that like uh like when, when they had that conversation like Terezi was like really really fucked up and like yeah upset even at the notion of like gamzy ever leaving her like she had like a serious like like it was it was not like that she's like a serious like dependency on their 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 kismessitude um and i don't know it, it just seems like i don't know i i feel like then like they're they're i feel like we maybe skipped the part where like terezi gets over uh the the gets over the whole thing that she described where like Gamzee like like felt like made her feel like paralytically like self critical. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a lot to that's a lot to draw out from like this one panel where Terezi says Gur and clenches her fist. Um but it's it's what I thought of and so I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Respectable. But yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if it warrants reading into that far, but, yeah, I don't know. I thought it. Um, and we have, we have one more, one more page here. Um, and I don't know why you broke it up like this, because nothing, this page is nothing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to end, like, at the very end of that branch, and then mm-hmm. have us, like, go 
back to the select screen and then move on to this page. I, I and I didn't want us to end on the select screen. Uh-huh. I, it's I'll do better next time, I promise. You you better. You better. But yeah, uh the, the last page of this reading is uh Dirk in the out in the furthest ring being like, Hey, uh Arquia Sprite, you freak. Um I need some I need some non specific help. And that's pretty much all that we get on that, that this page. Um what's with a little bit of candy corn floating around outside the session? Uh are there are there little candy corn Easter eggs we got to keep an eye out for? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's kind of great. I mean, I mean, kind of like that. Caliborn did shove some candy corn into the cartridge, so he did. He did. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that was our whole that was our whole reading, wasn't it? That is our whole reading. Yeah i I liked it. I liked it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Overall, you know, I I. I feel like I've said a couple times recently that, like, you know, th- there's some cracks that I that I want to that I'm wary about. Um, but I think that uh, I was comfortable with most of the meta stuff in this a bit more than I was when, like, Hussy any like time that Hussy was a character, which I'm I'm sure he still is. But like, I think that the, I like this style of meta a lot yeah, more. Yeah, it's 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 more in line and uh, easily digestible with like, well, just as digestible as like other stuff we've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way I want to put it. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, like the narrative prompt as an interface is like a thing that's been a thing. It's been yeah. a thing since fucking between like the end of act one yeah um so it's a lot more easy it's a lot more familiar and comfortable than hussy walking around and talking to caliborn yeah yeah um we didn't really have a room for a ton of character stuff here like we got we got some good dave um which is always appreciated but like otherwise it was kind of like um things happening as they say uh but yeah it's 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 it was a it's a good it's a good setup um it had a good flash that ended way too fast yeah um yeah it's <laughs> it's fun to see some structure it's fun and a little bit intimidating to see like uh, this very structured groundwork being laid out for the end of the comic while you have all these wild cards that are like all right John is unstuck, um, and Caliborn is shoving shit in the game cartridge that is actually affecting the plot while he is making his own comic. Like, we have some fun stuff going on, for sure. Hell yeah. It's only gonna become more. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Really? I mean, we only have, like, like 1,400 pages left or something, which is horrifying. Um, so it, it better become more f- fucking fast, buddy. Bucko. Oh, trust me. It will. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, I guess in line with that, what are our pages for next week? Uh, our pages... Or whenever for... our next episode is. Uh, our pages for the next episode are uh, 6377 to 6474. 6474, huh? Uh, things are gonna start happening. <laughs> oh, boy. I love it when things happen. As as a hater of when characters just talk about drama, I love when things happen. 
Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't know if I have anything else. Like any more thoughts. I think that like I we kind of covered the ground. I think we covered we covered all the ground I wanted to cover. Like as we went through it. Um. Is there anything that uh, we might have skipped over that you wanted to bring up? Um. I don't think so. Uh, okay. Well, like you like you said, uh, r- right now just for this part, it's 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 really laying the groundwork for like the end of the comic. Uh, mm-hmm. And and if I were to say anything, it would it would probably enter spoiler territory like pretty quick. <laughs> so uh, that's fair, that's I'm excited. Fair. I'm excited to get into these final moments and see how you react to them. This, oh my the, god, we have an hour and 40 of audio. Yeah. What are we doing still talking? Let's fucking wrap this one up. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It, it, but yeah, yeah, I am... Uh, I... I don't want to get too comfortable, you know? Yeah. Um, But I... I like to see some structure. I like to see some structure, for sure. Yeah. Uh with with these wildcard factors with all this shit falling into place it's it's looking very cool um and we should just see where it goes and also like the i really if there's anything that i really really liked like as an overall broad like like broad concept it's kind of the reincorporation of like the super early ideas um like in the comic like we had the whole self-referential bit of like act one and like Dave kind of Dave going back and like looking back on like basically his act to establishment and being like, man, this is crazy, huh? Yeah. What and then with like you know, fucking the 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 narrative like a Caliborn like becoming his own narrative for a narrative prompt like all this stuff like kind of in in a, in the fucking like caps lock facility like all this stuff coming back it feels very satisfying. Yes. Of what, what I think about it, so yeah, I, I I like this one a lot. I think it's safe to say. So yeah, um, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, anything, anything else before we wrap up? Uh, not that I can think of. All right. Well, I think that's as good a cue as any to take this one to the close. Then. All right. All right. Well. Listeners, you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Uh, I'm Aiden. I'm John. Uh, John, we'd like to shout out our lovely patrons that you started doing earlier. <laughs> sure thing. Uh, shout out, shout out, patrons, Big Six, uh, Gareth F., Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W., Ina E., and Darsh. Thanks for money as always. Woo! Yeah, uh, big shout out to the Big Six. Um, Huge shout out as well to all of our other uh, legions of of loyal listeners. Um, uh, but no, seriously, uh, we love we love you guys. Uh, we love that uh, anybody is tuning in. Um, it means a lot. Uh, if anybody is hearing this, uh, big ups. Uh, cool, cool shit. Um, and if anybody would like to give us money, uh, it become a member of the big number. Um, you can go over to patreon.com slash ahpcast uh, and give us your hard-earned uh, 
United States dollars or other currency um, for access to episodes early uh, and a whole lot of other funny shit. Um, like if you give us some, what, what's our, what, what's, 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 what's your favorite meme tier, uh, uh on, on the Patreon? <laughs> Mine is, uh, your fan troll will be featured in the podcast. I, yeah, uh, I, if you give us like several hundreds of dollars a month. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's, that's where I peaked with coming up with joke tiers. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking at him. Actually, don't spoil the rest of them because I can say that if you if you want to go over if you want to see some of the great jokes that John came up with for this bit, uh, you can go to Patreon.com/hpcast and have yourself uh, a nice little chuckle at the the funny tears that are way more money than anybody should ever give us. Yeah. Um. That's my Patreon chill out of the way. Again, you know, shout out listeners. Uh, shout out Patreon. Shout out listeners. Love you all. Uh, shout out to Alex, our artist and editor. Um, does all the work around here. Again, another legendary tier shout out to those little rant sona vtuber avatars that he made for us uh for our panel um if there's any reason you should look at our panel it's to see those little guys flap their lips a little bit and then close it (laughs) um awesome stuff love you alex um and i think that just about wraps it up right anything else um yeah so uh i will leave it at that and i will say uh catch us uh next week or next episode whatever happens i mean i'm moving so anything could happen but i will see you again in the next episode with pages 6377 to 6474 uh see you next time everybody see ya